The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody. Welcome to another summer special episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast, your home for Section 6 Wrestling Talk, right here on the network. And today we're just kind of rolling along. Excuse me, rolling along. I'm getting, picking up some interviews with some great kids uh, and coaches, of course, across the section as best as I can. And today I have a really good person. Uh, Amherst. He's graduated from Amherst High School this past year. Uh, Hassan Dobbins. Hassan, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. I'm great, dude. Thanks for making the drive out here. Uh, thanks for coming out, hanging out. How's your summer going? Not bad. Could be better. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what you doing to stay busy? Uh, I've been pretty much just uh, trying different things, going to different wrestling clubs like Bison and uh, the, plant, the La Plants, and just trying to keep in touch with friends. Yeah. And just get as busy as possible. It's important. You have to. With everything going on crazy with this uh, coronavirus stuff, you got to find ways to stay busy. Uh, so it's good to see that. Good to hear that. Uh, how have how has been the wrestling? How has the wrestling been going? Pretty good, actually. Yeah? Uh, I've been trying to go. Like, the schedule's been kind of weird. I go Monday Wednesdays at Kellen's and usually Tuesdays and Thursday at Bison's. But Bison's kind of changes a lot. So I just try to... Uh, keep in touch with them on like, social media to see what days they have, and it's been pretty good. I like good. It. So you mentioned uh, Kellen, Kellen Devlin, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Probably uh, is he the winningest in, uh, wrestler in your school history? I believe so. Yes. Okay, pretty accomplished. He came around a little after my time. Uh, what's that like? Because he just finished college, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he very pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very motivated, <laughs> intense. Doesn't. Uh, I mean, he's pretty serious. He does not take anything like he. He will push you to the next level for sure. Good. No, it's always important. It's always and you for you, of course. You're going to that next level. Kellen yeah. knows what that's like, mm-hmm. so it's really cool that you are getting to uh, getting the, the ability to kind of work with him in that, um, in that manner. So, uh, no, that's good. That's good. Good to stay busy. Good to stay busy. Uh, with in in that regard. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about your career because. You've had a you've had a you've had a wild ride. Yeah. You've had a pretty wild ride. Your senior year was a lot of fun to to watch, at least for me, from the sides. I think you're pretty well liked around the section. Yeah. I I would say so. You're uh you're Twitter famous. I would say <laughs> the very like you had a big supporting cast on Twitter, and that's what like uh that's what drew me to you because you know there's some really good wrestlers and they just sometimes they just rub people the wrong way. Uh, but you're a really good wrestler. And you're a good human being, from the sounds of it, and and I I appreciate that very much. So I wanted to chat with you about your uh, your your wrestling career to this point, and you know talk a little bit about what you got going on for college, and, and all that. So uh, so when did you actually start wrestling? I started wrestling in seventh grade in uh, modified. Uh, I didn't know if I was gonna like do wrestling. I was debating between bowling, basketball. <laughs> I wasn't really much of a sports person, but I wanted to get active because, right. you know, it was just the first time try it. And the first year, I'll be honest, it, it did not go so well. No? no it, it what was, was your record? <sighs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember, but I just never was bad. The reason it was bad is because 
I just wasn't doing the best in classes. I wasn't always trying to practice, listening much, and definitely paid the price. But the year after, having that experience definitely helped me in the eighth grade, which was an awesome modified year. Yeah. I almost went undefeated, and I went to every single practice. Uh, good, hardworking guy. And, yeah, that's pretty much my modified career. Okay. Yeah, modified's interesting. Yeah, that, That's when I, like, started testing the wall. I did it in eighth grade. I started in eighth grade. I didn't know what to expect. I legit went to – I was like, oh, we're going to jump off the top rope and throw <laughs> power bombs, and what am I getting myself into? And it was very, very different, but very, very cool uh, all the same. But, yeah, modified, you get a, you get a lot like that. It's it's kind of cool in retrospect, right, to turn around and be like, wow, I, 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 I like this a lot more than I did now. You know, how much how much your, your passion for the sport has grown, which is really, really cool. Uh, so that's – what was your favorite move uh, starting off? Uh, I would just say double, I guess. It's not it's weird because it's not my favorite now, but it was at the time. Um, it's, a, it's a simple one. Usually, a simple one. A lot of, when I talk to a lot of kids about what their favorite moves are, like the were or are at the modified level, they're always like, oh, yeah, head and arm, lateral drop. You know, they're all like these crazy stuff. You know, simple as best. Simple as best. You look at the college level, man. Simple works. It's all setups and just simplicity works, uh, ultimately. So, so you liked it enough. Obviously, you continue. Yep. You go to the high school level, ninth grade season, junior varsity, or uh, it was a split. mix. Okay, it was a mix, pretty much. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's find your profile and handy dandy arm drag. Where'd it go? Um, okay. So you did it, yeah, so a little bit. So that was what year what year time frame is this? 2016, 2017. 2016, 2017. Uh so numbers wise, it was uh like the varsity lineup a little It wasn't bad because we had a full lineup and a lot of the new kids, uh like lighter weights were in my grade and I had a lot of fun with them. And I kinda had a little more experience than some of the younger kids because I did modify. Right. So it definitely helped. How make that transition good? Uh, was was Coach Bauer was he there at the time? Yep. Okay, all right. No, that's I mean that's the best way to go about it. Uh, my JV year, I thought I was I thought I was a bad dude. I thought <laughs> I was a bad dude. I went like twenty two and eight. I only lost to a couple varsity kids. I'm like, oh, I'm the man. And I went and made it up to varsity, and it made it, it the transition was very very different, very very different for me. Uh, what was it like your first experience? Well, I mean at the high school level, so. so uh, I mean, I guess we'll start with the JV aspect of it. What was that like for you? It was definitely different from modified, because uh, modified, a you didn't have to really make weight; you just go in whenever you weigh in. Doesn't really matter. And what happens happens, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, how to explain it? So, modified, it was a bunch of teams, and you would just face random kids depending on what your weight was, from like seven pounds up or seven pounds down, but. JV, I mean, varsity is like that too, but JV, it was just like, I first went to a duel. It was the Iroquois uh, JV duel. Oh, was it that first year one? Yes, yep. I might have been there for that. I was. Co- I used to coach at Loopport. You said 2016, 2017? Yep. I, I think I was there for that. I was. Yeah, I was coaching Loopport at that time. That was the, well, that was the one year I yeah, coached Yeah, that was actually there. the first team I actually uh, faced that day. Was it really? Yeah. Did you, oh, do you remember who you wrestled from there by chance? He had blonde hair. That's all I remember. Why? Oh, God. I weighed at 113, it? but I think I went up a weight class. Oh, I know who it was. Okay. I, I remember. Okay, I remember. Because yeah. one of our kids, he, uh, 
<laughs> he ate taco in a bag before the meet and we were like the match and we were all just hoping somebody would squeeze the poop out of him. <laughs> Not literally, but uh, just because I love my Louport kids. Uh, the ones I, the bunch I had, they were very, you, they were, <laughs> they didn't know how to eat right. <laughs> Let's just say that before there's some of their matches, uh, which is pretty funny. But so, okay, so I was there for that one. Um, so I do remember you guys being around. Um, yeah, that was my first time like coaching kind of by myself. It was interesting, interesting experience. Uh, but that's a good. It's a very good. I, I like that they do that. Yeah. Get the first year kids some you know high school experience. It goes a long way, and the more matches, the better. The more matches, the better. Uh, so what came after that? And how much? How often did you flip between JV and varsity? Uh, duels like um, home or away duels. I would always be varsity. I would never really have an exhibition freshman year because it was not, it wasn't too many kids 113, 120. I would switch. Actually, I would usually bump up to 120, even though I wait at 113 usually. But when it came to like certain tournaments, like the Lockport, uh, I think I went to the Niagara Falls one. It would always be like usually JV. Okay, all right. No, that's the perfect balance. I mean, it's it's your freshman year. Uh, it's a lot to come into the expectations. I'm not going to say they're super high. It's really about getting you match experience to get ready to that point. So maybe the following year, two years, three years from then, uh, you're able to compete with the best of them. Uh, any favorite memories from that freshman year? Uh, oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Please tell. Please tell. The Niagara Falls tournament, uh, I'm looking through my bag as we're going to weigh-ins, and my singlet just wasn't there. Oh, no. <laughs> so... so <laughs> So, uh, Coach Steve Devlin was the coach for JV at the time. Okay. Uh, very cool coach. And I remember you had Coach DJ and uh, Willie a couple episodes ago, and yeah. he, he asked Coach DJ, can I borrow a Niagara that Falls That was singlet? you. Yeah. That was you. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> I had to wear one the whole entire tournament. Did you wear it inside out? Or no. did you have to wear Okay, one of so. our – Somebody okay. There was another occurrence. I do remember you having to do that, but there was another occurrence where some kid had to wear like a. Uh, they borrowed a falls or some somebody singing. They had to wear it inside out or something like that. But I do remember you. I do remember you from that. Okay, that was. I was like, who are those coaches in this corner? Why is he wearing a Niagara Falls singlet? Uh, that's too funny. So a pretty solid up and down freshman year. What was your uh, what was your record? Uh, for like overall or just JV? Uh, well, let's, let's do both. Let's say both. Uh. JV, I think it was about even. I honestly don't can't remember the exact. It was it was even. Like I would lose matches, but I also won matches. Varsity, yeah, it was it was definitely tough. I think I won like two varsity matches in a duel. Most of them were against tough kids. Right, because you guys compete in what ECIC two? Yes, yes. It's ECIC two. Uh, pretty solid. Let's take. I mean, just for the listeners uh, at home who don't know, you got Pioneer. Tough. tough star point tough east aurora will south lakeshore to pew all you know Pew Alden, sweet home all like have had their moments over the last couple of years of course some of them more consistent than others uh but it's a tough division like mm-hmm. pioneers no joke yep pioneers been like amazing since i was in high school and just continually through star point has always been consistently good uh so yeah that's there's no there's no easiness there that's the best that's the best way to go about it though in and one thing I noticed with you uh, by like watching you through via Twitter this year was that you have this very optimistic personality, right? Losing doesn't deflate you, like it does a lot of kids. Uh, I see a lot of kids they lose a match and they just like, Ugh. 
it deflates them. It just it, it, it ruins their whole mentality. But it seems for you, it's like motivation to keep going. Yep. Has you have you always been like that? Uh, overall, yes, because I knew that I can get better over time, and I've been motivated by different people. Like for example, like Kalik Kennedy and Jaquan Johnson. Like they have oh, a rivalry. Yeah, and good stuff. Kalik would always lose all the time, and then the last two matches, after losing like seven times in a row, he finally beat him. So right. Stuff like that. That's a good mentality. I like Kalik. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to him too much, but uh, no, he was great. He was he was fantastic. And yeah, he had Jaquan's number at the end. He had him at the end. Uh, I remember, yeah, there's their last sectional final match. Jaquan went up for that stand up, and and <laughs> Kalik scooped him like cradle. It was in, it was insane. But no, high regard for Kalik. Uh, is he wrestling? Is he still wrestling right now? Is he at Brockport? Yeah. Uh, no, he's at RIT right now. RIT. Okay. All right. Now, good for him for keep going, man. He's he's awesome. Fantastic wrestler. Uh, how much offseason were you doing at this time? So, freshman year going to sophomore year, not not that much, to be honest with you. I, I did go to the weight room with, like, Coach uh, Sheehan or Coach Devlin sometimes. And I would go to, like, the usual tournaments, like Star Point Offs Tournament and uh, Nickel City one. And, yeah. And I would go to, like, some open mats in my school, but nothing too much. Nothing too crazy? Yeah. No, so no camps at this point, really. Just just getting matches in yep. at that point. All right. Very good. So now we head to 2017, 2018. This is your sophomore year. Uh, still a little bit in between? Still doing a little JV varsity? Mostly, I would say, like, 95% varsity. I went to one JV tournament, and the only reason I even went to that was because I missed – the uh, virus ECIS because of my birthday. That's the only reason why I went. Okay, so yeah, so you took second at the uh, at the JV ECICs. Yep. Uh, let's see, who did you wrestle here? Bree Current. Did you ever run into him again? Actually, no, but I know for the virus ECIC, my senior year, he was in the same bracket as me. Oh, okay. You guys didn't cross paths though. No. Uh, that would have been sweet revenge, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of had it because he faced the first seed. And he lost to him, and then I eventually faced the first seed at one. So right, right. Kind of, yeah. So you you got the you got the last laugh in a way, in a way. All right. Uh, so let's see. Second the ECIC JVs. Now you go to. Yeah, I'm sure you had a couple tournaments in between. because mm-hmm. you guys do a lot of dual team tournaments, right? Yep. That's you guys do a lot of those. Uh, fourth place in the class tournament. So good enough to make it on to sectionals. Yeah. Good enough to make it on the sectionals, and how does this feel? Is this like a is this like okay? I can compete kind of mentality. Like am I I can hang with these guys, or this is motivation. I can I know I can do better, but I'm here. Uh, it was definitely at the time I was definitely more motivated than I ever was ever uh, going to sectionals, going to class. Uh, to be to be honest, even though I got fourth, it wasn't like oh I got fourth, it's so cool because it was only four people in the bracket. But to be fair, it was all tough kids. Yeah, I'm looking at the names and you know somebody you would you would battle multiple times this year: Justin McDougal, yep. uh, Nick Campanella, and uh, David Mayer. Yep. You know, uh, all studs. I, I I've seen their name multiple times while doing this show, so no slouches at all. But uh, I mean, regardless, you do get that opportunity to go into sectionals and 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 compete, which is always a step in the right direction. You always want to improve. Uh, and, and I mean, yeah, there's only four in the class bracket. The class tournament's always like the bracket sizes are always very strange, very peculiar. When I when I was in high school, it was a lot when this, the section one had a lot more kids back when I was in high school. But you get like 
you get a solid like eight to ten man bracket in yeah. a lot of those. And you figure like at your weight too, because you were what you were. What did I say? Uh, you were one twenty six at this time. You think a little bit more. Yeah. But, uh, but not bad regardless. How did you do at sectionals? Uh, so I don't know. I forgot what it's called, but I had to like. The last two seeds had to face each other, and then whoever won that faces the first seed. Oh, rat tail? Yeah. So I faced uh, someone who I've actually wrestled with at practices more often. His name is uh, Josh Jolonic from Lancaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. I lost 1-0 against him. It was a very, oh, very tough match. Yeah, I've heard good things. That's, I hate that they do that. Yeah. It's like, just let him go. <laughs> like, just let him. He's here. He weighed in. He's been practicing all week. Let him get the opportunity to at least get it, like a you know go for third or something. Just yeah. figure it out somehow. I hate it. I yeah. They started doing that a few years after I graduated, and I was like, this is, ugh, <laughs> it's gross. I just don't like it. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, regardless, sectionals, you kind of know what's you know kind of know what's going on at that point. Uh, now are you taking off season a little bit more yeah, seriously? That, that's when I first. After that, that's when I first took it extremely serious and it was kind of a reason why a like when you get when you lose so much you got to do something about that you can't just keep letting that slide and i probably if i didn't do off season as serious as i did i probably would not be nearly as good as i am right now it goes such a long way like there's some there's some kids who just kind of they just breeze through the season like uh i talked to Jaden here's a couple episodes ago and he didn't he didn't sniff Fops. He's wrestling. <laughs> he just kind of – football was his priority. Mm-hmm. And I talked a little bit about this the last couple episodes. Football was priority, but he just went to town. He went in and took care of business, and, and that was that. Uh, you know, it's – I knew a lot of people who just skipped off-season wrestling. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard. It's difficult at, like, that age. I can I can imagine to make that choice, do, being like, oh, do I have a social life? And with high schoolers, with my, you know people my age, or do I dedicate it to wrestling? And you can kind of get both with the wrestling, but a lot of people just don't like to think about wrestling. Once yeah. as soon as that last week's over, uh, there's like that that week after the season's over where you're just pounding like food, like hitting up buffets every day because uh, you don't got to cut weight anymore. It's just, just <laughs> it's just as good feeling. But uh, yeah, uh, for off season, it's a lot of people just kind of tend to ignore it. What uh, what off season clubs did you attend? The first one I went to uh, was Cobra at UB, and um, trying to think who was running it at that time. Uh, was it uh, Coach Mowdy? Coach Mowdy. Okay, was this before he took over? At it? No, he was. Uh, he was still at. A, he was already so, at a trip at that yeah. point. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, and they got. They usually got pretty big numbers. Is Cobra still around? Oh yeah. They yeah. are still around. Okay, good. How many times a week were you going? Uh, well, I, I did the spring sports, so it was a little difficult, but I did like. Twice, I would say every week. Twice a week. That's the best way to go about it. I, I don't like. I encourage people to do off season. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a podcast guy, but I encourage people to do you know off season stuff. But I don't think you should stress yourself out over it, right? Yeah. You, if you wanted to go five days a week, and you, that's your cup of tea, you know, you do you, boo boo. But uh, <laughs> but two days, I think, is appropriate to to avoid burnout. I think that's the, the probably the best way to go about it. Uh, so Cobra, did you do any other stuff tournament? You do a few tournaments. Yeah, actually. So first, uh, I think it was I'm trying to think. I think it was like when the summer was first starting. 
Coach Bauer gave us a text saying, hey, there's Tanawana, there's, you go to um, Kanisha's, Lockport. And I decided to go to Kanisha's because it was really close. And that's where I first talked to Coach Wilcox, and he was the first person to tell me about Thousand Islands, Victor mm. Duels. And I started like get uh, really close to him and keep in touch and go to his practices at Kanisha's. And this is when he was first... Uh, first took over. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. I, I've known Wilcox for a very, very long time. Mm. And I was really happy to see that he got you know, got that opportunity to shine. He does a lot. He yeah. does a lot. You know, love him or hate hate him. Uh, he does a lot for the kids. He gets people matches. He's 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 getting he's putting teams together and trying to do whatever he can uh, to make sure his team is uh, is competitive. He's got a pretty good lineup at at Canisius right now. But but yeah, he's always looking for bodies. You know, he's willing to travel, which is so important, so important uh, in this in this in this sport. Uh, Virginia Beach, I'm sure he might have told you about. I, I think he tried to put together a team for that a couple of years ago. Uh, he's always traveling. He's always taking the wrestlers somewhere, which is a really cool thing. But, uh, yeah, good guy to know. Good guy to know. Uh, Matt time, you can't have enough Matt time. And uh, it's cool that he opened up the doors there for you. Uh, all right, so reason in your junior year. What other sports uh, did you say – you did spring sport. Do you do fall sports as well? Yep. Uh, I do three sports. So football, wrestling, obviously, and then tennis. Tennis as well? Okay. Very cool. What position for football? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm like all around. There's times where they have me at uh, receiver, even lineman sometimes. <laughs> uh, I pretty much played everything except quarterback and center. Okay. Everything else. Okay. That's not bad. You're like a, like a Taysom Hill. Yeah. You can put your plug in anywhere. It's better than left bench like I played. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, junior year. Junior year. Coming into it. Uh, yeah. You're back half of your high school career now. Back half of your high school career. Uh, you're going to, you're placing. You're placing a lot of singles tournaments. You're 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 putting in the work. You're you're getting stuff done. Uh, you start off with a fourth place finish at the Akron tournament. Uh, at least for singles tournaments. Obviously, team tournaments, you're doing a little bit more. Uh, let's see. 132 you are at this point. Lennox Watt. Oh, you had a teammate. Yeah, he was good. He was pretty good. I, I didn't remember reading about him. DeAndre Prom, he was pretty good. Yep. Uh, so tough. I mean, studs. All studs. But you got a pretty – this team is, is looking pretty deep at this point, too. Um, it's really cool to see. You got Tyree Orange. Uh, Bitka's coming into his own at this point, I think. Yep. Uh, so you guys have a – like a very good leadership on this team. What was, what was, it, what was it like your that team camaraderie like? Like you guys pretty close. Uh, I'll be it was like I'll be honest it was like all over the place <laughs> with the walkers coming. I mean I I definitely liked them for sure and I became a lot closer with them. I I even keep in touch with them right now. But there was like a, a love and a hate relationship with a lot of people. I was always pretty uh, cool with people. I never really had a disagreement usually, but there would be times where. It it would just not go well. It happens. It yeah. happens. A lot of uh, a lot of testosterone in those wrestling rooms. So a lot of egos and and all that. It happens. It definitely happens. Uh, so you got Akron, and then you take uh, you take fifth. You oh did you miss? You still got to go to cl- uh, sectionals, right? Your junior year. Actually, no. Oh, you missed it. That's when they first said if you get fifth, you're like you can't. Oh. Go. It was top four that year. Okay. That was a tough, really, really tough bracket yeah. too. Nick Beerfelt. Your your teammate uh, Walker, Justin again, Ryan Forrest. Yeah. That's a tough bunch. That's a tough bunch. 
but as I mean, really, the overall theme of the show has been just that kind of never give up attitude. And I think it really kicked in for your senior year because actually, your senior year, your senior year is when you had all sorts of banners on the arm drag page, uh, a lot going on. How motivated were you now at this point? How, like, because you're going into your this is going into your last season now. You don't get this time back ever. You know, it's a it's a do or die mentality. Did you step up off season wise? Yeah, definitely a lot. I pretty much did the same thing, but just more intense, I guess you could say. Like I still went to uh Cobra UB. I still connected with Coach Wilcox and other coaches. I still went to I tried to do more freestyle because at first I, I just didn't like it. I just didn't see the point. But going to my senior year I realized that it was really important. I even did a lot more with that, which helped. And Greco too, uh, and yeah, it was just, it was a really good off season. Honestly, I worked out a lot too. In the morning, I would wake up at like six o'clock, and Coach Bauer would have the weight room open from seven to eight. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's that's important. It's 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 good when your coaches get involved in the off season because sometimes uh, you know sometimes they don't. Sometimes usually you have to go find it. In some cases, uh, you know, guys going to the different wrestling you know clubs and and this and that so it's important when your coach is kind of is, is really helping guide you along keeps the camaraderie uh in in the hard work kind of flowing but yeah so we get into your senior year uh and let's see and you guys had a like i said your team wise you guys had a pretty good season you finished uh you finished third in the division in ecic two wrestled again just behind star point and pioneer again studs uh any good memories from those matchups? Uh, my favorite is definitely a short one, the first one. Okay. I had a really good rivalry with a kid named uh, – I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> I know him. Oh, okay, uh, Julian Martin. Okay. I faced him my sophomore year, lost uh, at the same exact duel. Then junior year, I lost against him. And then senior year, it was, it was a pretty good crowd because usually wrestling doesn't have a, that good of a crowd. They're terrible, They're usually. Terrible, yeah. yeah. This time it was pretty good. Uh we were we were losing by one point, and that was like one of the last matches, so I had to win. He was a, a returning sexual finalist, so oh, it was a good God. match. You know, Gotta love that kind of pressure. Yeah. yeah. And people, some people weren't expecting me to be that good, but some knew like I was. I could I could win. This is kind of your like statement match, I guess, in yep. a way. You know, I can match too. I can do this. It was your first duel of the season. Yep. Uh, Matt O'Rourke actually came there, and uh, Saint Mary, the Saint Mary's coach, was there cheering me on. Okay, and some other friends, and it was it was a lot of people there. So I was that's happy. that's cool. That's a huge testament to who you are, though. That they were you know there to cheer you guys on. Uh, that's really cool. I love little stories like that. I love little stories like that. Uh, but yeah, so let's run through your senior season bracket by bracket. Uh, first, individually, individual tournaments wise, you are in the. Linda Canoodala Memorial Tournament. And you you take you're at 145, you take sixth place. Again. Another stud. It's like, where do you go? Where do you go? You stay where you are, you run into Justin, you know, the the McDougalds and Rabbitohs of the world. Um, you move up, more McDougalds, more guys, uh, uh, Dylan Collins. It's like, oh, it's so tough. But the fact that you took all these challenges on head on is is remarkable because there does come a point where people start ducking ducking the tough wrestlers, and mm-hmm. you know, you gave it a hundred. You, you kept it a hundred uh, throughout the year. You're like, if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna do it. You know, beat the best. You got to beat the best to be the best, anyways. 
Exactly. So let's take a look at your bracket from that tournament. It had to have been the biggest bracket. It had to have been. It's, I mean, this is pretty remarkable. This is, like I said, you don't see too many huge brackets like this outside of like a state tournament. Uh, but this is this is a really nice size. Uh, where are we at here? You are the fourth seed. You open up with a uh, pinfall over Brennan Munn of Lindenville. Then you catch uh, Colby Hancock of Roy Hart. Beat him six to one. Uh, then you beat Cody Franklin of Canisius. Did you work with him at any point? Because I know you, I was just gonna say because you were working out there. Uh, was that cool? Yeah. It, it's it's different. Like when you work with somebody in the off season, then you have to go face them in the match. There's like this whole different night and day mentality, mm -hmm. uh, kind of between that. So you got him, uh, and then ran into Justin, unfortunately, who you see a, a few more times at that point and uh, throughout the season. He was the eventual winner, but uh, let's see where you fell. Wrestled Ryan Nugent. Five nothing. I don't know how he was like seated like seventh. Like the the seating that day, not even just in that bracket, just the whole entire turn was like kind of messed up to be honest. Yeah. They yeah. The seating's always always been kind of weird at that at that point. Um what was it? When I was coaching Lath a couple years ago, there was like some criteria where he I mean he was a returning sectional champion, even though he was overweight from like the first half of the season uh there was a point in time where like he was like i think he was like the fourth seed or he could have been the fourth seed like by the by certain criteria uh it was very uh very peculiar very peculiar but yeah for him to be a seventh seed that's that's pretty wild that's pretty wild uh but yeah you uh you yep you fell to him and you fell five nothing five nothing still great dude and to not give up the pinfall against you know against him is is a huge accomplishment in its own. Uh, then you lost to is it Miller from Grand Island. Yeah, that's someone I definitely after that match I knew I had to like step it up more because that match could really went either way. Oh, like all props to him. He's a good wrestler. And yeah, a good guy. But I felt like I could definitely did more of that match for specifically. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of matches. A lot of matches. I'm sure. I'm not sure because was it one day or two day? Two day. It was two day. Okay. That's let's see. Oh, throughout this tournament, you probably put in like six, seven matches, close to, if that. And that's tough too. Like making it to the semis and having to wrestle back. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But that's the that's the nature of the beast. All right. Next tournament, Akron. Show up there. You win it. This is your first singles tournament win. Yep. What's that feel like? Uh, definitely was accomplishing. I kind of expected it. Like I wasn't, I was happy, but I wasn't like, oh my god, I actually did it. Cause like, I put the work in, so I might as well get it. Yeah, no, it, it's winning that first one. It's always, a, it's like, uh, it's a huge weight off your shoulders, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can do this. Uh, what happened with? It says it was by a forfeit, or yeah. was just something else happened. I saw what happened. So, uh, it was the St. France kid versus the Akron kid. Okay. Second and third seat in the semi. So after I was done with my match, I watched a little bit of theirs, and the kid Matt returned, but it was like really hard in his face, and he got a concussion. I don't think he was unconscious, but he definitely could not wrestle anymore. He was fine after I talked to him. So did he win by like a DQ and yeah. then advance? Oh, oh wow, yeah, I believe so. That's that's a scary thing. I've seen I've seen some pretty scary stuff on a mat. Uh, let's take a look at your bracket for that overall, though. Come on, all right. 
And you are, yep, see the number one seed. You start off with a victory over Trent uh, Chote. Chote. Uh, Two-minute pinfall from Roy Hart uh, over the Roy Hart Parker kid. And then you wrestle Carson Wheeler of North Tonawanda. And then your finals match. So uh, pretty solid tournament. Pretty solid tournament. Decent number of guys. Decent number of guys. If there was two more, he would have had a completely full bracket. But, uh, but yeah, it's always good to have those, you know, it's a nice confidence booster. And I'm sure after, you know, everything that happened at the Linda Memorial Tournament that you were like, okay, let's yeah. let's do this thing. Uh, some more bowls, though, but you placed. You are at the Lockport Tournament the following weekend. And, oh, man, this bracket is deep. It's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, 138. Uh, let's look at your bracket. Actually, you took sixth place. Took sixth place. Uh, but there's some studs. There's some studs. Uh, okay, here we go. So we come in. You are the third seed. You open up the tournament with a uh, pinfall victory over George Carvanidi. That definitely is not how it's pronounced. <laughs> but you pinned him, uh, which is a pretty big deal because Metroport kids don't get pinned often. Uh, how was that match for you? Uh, it was pretty close, to be honest, before I pinned him. Uh, he definitely after me like he definitely did not like just let me do anything yeah tough match and he definitely didn't uh just let his seating define how the match was gonna go overall and i just got him at the end but it was overall a really good match very good no that's a that's an important one i've wrestled yeah spencerport's always a really tough school do you have you wrestled a whole bunch of spencerport kids or that was the only one i think think that's the only one yeah hated running into them in tournaments uh then you come into wrestling the 11th seed elsha i definitely not pronouncing this elsha die ashley i think you're close yeah i think i'm pretty close so of niagara falls six to five match i know uh gene cole has had some good things to say about him so uh how did that one go for you i mean you won 65 but so that match uh was definitely closer because we actually faced the tanawana duels okay and i think i majored him but this match uh he was more motivated for sure he didn't let me uh, take him down as easy. And I didn't underestimate him, but he definitely definitely caught my eye a lot more. And overall, it was a really good match. Very close. Yeah. But I definitely made sure I won the one. Good. No, sometimes it's it's good to kind of win by those decisions. Uh, Pinning's fun and all, but I think being able to hold on and, and, and wrestle the full six minutes and beat somebody, I think it's a little bit more fulfilling sometimes. Uh, next up, he ran into Kieran Edwards of Luport. You've actually fell 6-5 to five in this occasion. Uh, close match. How was that one for? So that one was a, a pretty good match. I was on the same team as him at uh, Thousand Islands, and I got to meet him and his dad. So I kind of knew what to expect, but yeah. not really. Yeah, they're a good family. They've, yeah. they've always been good to me. I, I knew uh, Coach Bill, me and him, we bonded a lot when I was coaching at Luport, uh, including a, a – uh, we drove together in a snowstorm down in sectionals. It was a good time, and we were supposed to beat the team there and set up the hotel, but we actually <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> it was interesting. It was very interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're they're a good family, very competitive. But yeah, I'm sure they're they're around. They're around. You see them kind of everywhere in the off season. Uh, so now you go on to the consolation side of things, and you wrestle Logan Palmieri of Fairport, another. Great Section Five wrestling school. Uh, five to two. Yeah. After that, honestly, after the uh, semis match, it just went downhill. To be honest, deflating. Yeah. It de- it's deflating. It's tough, but it's it's better to have these kind of matches, losses, tournaments at this point in the season than it is postseason. Um. So all right. So sixth place for the 
excuse me, for the Lockport tournament, ECICs. This is the big one. All right, you win. Uh, huge confidence booster it's got to be because ECIC, honestly, is my it's my favorite division to watch. Me too. I was an NFL guy, all right? I was Niagara Frontier League, wrestled for Niagara Falls. Uh, ECIC was really cool because you guys were separated. There's three separate ones, and you guys all come together for this huge league tournament. And I just think it's the coolest concept, absolutely coolest concept, because there's no there's no slouches in the ECIC, right? Everybody's pretty tough. Uh, you're gonna catch a stud uh, or a few studs on the way. So, well, one thirty eight, you win it, and you win it pretty handedly. Take a look at your bracket for that. Dun, 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 dun. Almost there, almost there. Okay, so you come in, you're actually the number two seed. Yep. Oh, you're right. You're right. My apologies. Number three. Uh, I can't read. Old eyes. Old eyes. Uh, you start off with a uh, victory in against a pinfall over Hader uh, Essela of Will South. Five minutes, seven seconds. Not too shabby. Have you wrestled him before? Yeah, actually, that same week we had a duel against Will South, which I also wrestled him. Okay. All right. Was he a little bit tougher this time around? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, next round, uh, you major Colin uh, Tondro of Sweet Home. 11 to 2 score there. Pretty big margin of victory. And that's the, uh, excuse me, that's the quarterfinal match. Uh, so not bad, not bad. Uh, semis, 8 to 5 victory over Dwayne Hanold, the second seed over at Jamestown. Uh, had you bumped into him previously in the season? No, but he was in the same bracket as me in the NCCC one. Okay. But no, I never faced him. You never faced him? I knew that he placed at sectionals last year at Fort, so after beating him, I just thought it was pretty cool. Right. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah, especially because you're working upwards, right? You're working up. You're the three seed. you got to take out the two seed to go wrestle the one seed. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Sheehan, he's, he's a bull on the other side of the, the bracket, too, and you tech him. Yeah. 17 to 2. Uh now, had you wrestled him previously? Never in a match at practices. At practices, sometimes, but no, never in a match. That's my first never. time. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty big statement victory there. It's a pretty big statement victory there. Uh, what was your mentality going into this one? Uh, ECIC was always one of my favorite tournaments, and I always kind of, even though it's my favorite, I always was kind of let down from getting second uh, my my sophomore year JV one, and then not placing the year before, so I knew this year I had to just win it, and it could go either way, but a lot of people were on my side and wanted me to win, so I didn't want to let them down. That's a little pressure, a little, little bit of yeah. pressure, but I can very I can very much understand, uh, you know, that, that mentality. All right, so next tournament, you guys go to the Gary Gross Wrestling Tournament in Medina, and you take third place. You take third place here. A lot of good schools, Spencerport, Wheatfield, Fredonia, Grand Island, Pioneer. You know, a lot of talented teams. Take a look at your bracket for this. Come on. <laughs> All right, 138. You are the sixth seed. Oh, wow. How surprised. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a deep bracket. Yeah, Justin again. Just can't stay away from him. Uh, Kieran's in the bracket on the top half. A kid from Holly Kendall, Jaden. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that last name. Luca 
Perizzolo, Auburn. Oh wow. Yeah, a couple years ago we went to when I was coaching at Loopport, or Loopport the Medina tournament. It was like this. Uh, it was a much smaller tournament, and it's cool to see that they got so many like talented schools reaching out to Section Five. Auburn's far out too. So, um, but yeah, so tough tournament regardless. First match, you get a four minute twenty seven second pinfall over Eric Ridgeway of New Fane, and you tech the three seed. Stop disrespecting my <laughs> man's. He's gonna tech you. He's gonna beat you. Put some respect on his seed. Uh, so you beat Jaden, and then you run into uh, Luca. Uh, he got major, eighteen yeah. to seven. He was pretty good. What? Do you know what section Auburn's from? I'm pretty sure three. Three, three's not. Uh, three's no slouch of a section either. Um, yeah, that's what was that match like for you? Uh, I didn't know what to expect. Funny, kind of funny story. So I saw a kid as I was warming up. I saw a kid in the corner just like getting really, really pumped up. Using his, head. he was going like crazy. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Whoever's face that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, I go over it, put my ankle, <laughs> ankle band on, and I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good story. That's a good story. Like, uh, was he one? Yeah, dude. Warm up is like half. Like, if you could warm up like a psychopath, that's half the battle right there. Yeah. That's half the battle. I used to know some people did some crazy stuff to warm up, and it's like, Ooh, okay. And sometimes they do some crazy stuff to warm up, and then they get pinned in like ten seconds, and it's that much sweeter. But when they're a good wrestler and they do crazy warm ups, it's it's very very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, so you go to the wrestlebacks here, and you are on. Oh, you get to wrestle Karen again. Yep, that was a very good match. Yeah, you beat him uh, thirteen to seven. So you get a little bit of revenge. Yeah, get a little bit of revenge. I still love you, Karen. I know you're listening. You're a good kid. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's a nice back and forth. He kind of pushed you, mm-hmm. but it's always good to get that revenge. Then you wrestle uh, Jake Sherbin from what's that? What school is that? Was it Spetsaport, I think? Yeah, it was. It was. So a different Spetsaport kid. Or was it the same one from the previous week? Uh, it was different. It was different. Okay. But I actually didn't get to wrestle him because I think it was a real, like, five or six matches, I think. Oh, the five-match rule. Okay. Yeah. NC. Okay. So still, regardless, third place at that type of tournament, especially by the two guys that you had to wrestle, not too shabby. Uh, not too shabby. All right. We're going into sectionals and uh, – well, class tournament time. Excuse me. Class tournament time. Let's see how big your bracket is. 138. Decent-sized decent bracket. Decent-sized bracket. Uh, you're the third seed here. You're the third seed here again uh, with Justin at the top and Mark Kuhn at number two. So, yeah, this is it, man. This is your last postseason. Last postseason on the line. Uh, your mentality going into this thing. Give it all. Leave it all on the mat. Uh, the classroom, it kind of reminded me of, like I said earlier about Kalik and Jaquan, because even though I've always lost to Justin and Kalik's always lost to, uh, Jaquan and he beat him, I thought it was a good chance that I can do the same thing. And I might as well, like you said, just, just leave it all. Cause it's my last one. So I might as well just do something. Right. No, without a doubt. And you had a pretty, I mean, you had a pretty solid tournament. Uh, your first match, minute 20 second pinfall over Jacob Leclerc of, oh, your teammate. Yeah. Uh, sorry, teammate. <laughs> sorry, teammate. Uh, number two, uh, then you wrestle, you defeat 
uh, Marcoon of Wheatfields. Three to two decision. And you go on to face Justin, who's, uh, yeah. Hi, what what happened in this match? So a little bit before, I actually had a, a really, really bad cramp. It, it was in my calf. It actually started, like, wiggling and moving. Oh, no. And, yeah, and I, I did everything I could to prepare for it, and it was fine. Like, I'm not going to use any excuses. I was perfectly fine during the match. Adrenaline definitely helped. And I actually didn't do that, like, before I got pinned. I actually didn't do that bad in neutral. Like, I was I didn't let him take me down at first. It definitely took a minute for him to take me down. But once he took me down and he was on top, I, I didn't – I don't know what he did. It was crazy. Yeah, they do some crazy stuff, those McDougal boys. Uh, without a doubt. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Uh, but motivation. This is when I really started to notice that positive mindset of you. That you I think it was after this tournament. Uh, you, you tweeted something. Oh, uh, it, was, it was the Lockport one. I don't even talk about. Oh, it was the Lockport, it was yeah. the Lockport one? Okay. Um, but you, you had this mentality, like, okay, now I know what, what I got to do to keep moving forward. Right? It was kind of around this time. So, sectional week. Big week. Huge week. This could be the last time you wrestle ever in high school. All right. You're the two seed. You're the two seed. Finally, a little bit of respect. Uh, you start off the tournament with a 9-1 decision over, major decision over Dylan Carnes of Clarence. And then you wrestle Trevor Sheehan again, 6-3. 6-3 decision. And then you meet Justin again. Uh, you lasted a lot longer this time. Yeah. You lasted a lot longer. Uh, four minutes, 43 seconds, unfortunately, you fell then. Uh, what was different in this match than the previous matches? So I could always do pretty good with him on neutral but my main problem was when he took me down and I was on bottom I always got pinned from there and I did a really good job not letting him get to my hands and get to a bar I did a really good job there uh that that was one of my goals too like obviously I wanted to win oh yeah specifically uh do better at those positions yeah, it's it's a good measuring stick, uh, I think, because you know, unfortunately for you, Justin was a thorn in your side your entire high school varsity career. Yep. You bumped into him every time, and and this is your obviously your I would say your best outing against him. Yeah, it was. And it's it's cool because when you look at where you were then versus where you were now, how much progress you made, and you know, unfortunately, the result isn't what you wanted. But optimistically, on the bright side, you improved a lot. And un- but unfortunately, that was the end of your high school high school career. Uh, so what's next for you now? Uh, I decided to go to NCCC, I think the week before class. And uh, what else there? I, I still continue to work out in the morning with the coaches and everything. And I think weeks after, we went to a tournament. Uh, I forgot where. It's in Section 5 somewhere, I believe. Okay. I think Octavia Tournament or something like that. With uh, It was a lot of little kids there. It was a regional tournament we went to. Okay. Really nice tournament. Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of continued what I could. And this is when COVID kind of started, so it was it was hard to do stuff. But we had a really good banquet. Good. And I remember uh, usually uh, Coach Sheehan, does the highlight video for the banquet, but he was on a team this year. Mm. Uh, so it was everyone was kind of upset, and I thought to myself, I mean, we can still have one. So I actually <laughs> made one myself. Oh, you did? Yeah, for the team. Everyone loved it. It's Good. It's on YouTube right now, too. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to go and find it. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Taking care of your teammates. That's what's up. Uh, so looking back, pretty proud of your high school career? Overall, yeah. I don't ever regret uh, working as hard as I did. I guess the only thing I could regret is just not doing off-season before. Right, as right. As much as I did. Um, what was I going to say? 
and going to the banquet, I never was really like much to get awards or to be noticed ever. Mine are all collecting dust in a box right yeah. now. <laughs> and to be noticed, like notice a lot more. Everyone like talk to you, like like want to talk to you and be a fan of yours, and everyone like misses you and stuff. Like it was a big big honor, I guess, because I remember uh, two years ago at the same banquet, one of the coaches was saying, "This is when like my group like." Like John Krasakis, Ryan Bickhut, and Ben Biskeller were all sophomores. Yeah. The coach was saying there's three people to watch out for. And is he named those three kids. He didn't say my name. Oh. Which was, and it, it, it was fine because I was motivated to like prove him wrong. Right. And I mean he's not the coach. He he's not the coach right now. Like he's not uh he's not around, but I know that if he like saw how good I did, I'd be pretty happy and proud, I guess. Yeah. No, you have a lot to hang your hand on, bud. You should be proud. You should be very proud. I'm sure he would. You know, he would be too if you chatted with him. It's it's always cool to kind of go beyond expectations, and sometimes even our own. Yeah. Right. You don't. When I, I'm sure when you enter wrestling, you never expected to be. You know, finish as high up in the set. You know, be second, the second best kid in in your weight class in all Western New York to kind of put that. You know, put in that perspective. It's it's a good feeling. Uh. And, and, yeah, so you had a really cool story. And this is why I want to talk to you because, yeah, you're a very positive kid. And losing, you don't, when, I try to teach, when I was coaching, I tried to teach this, you know, preach this to these kids. When you lose, you only really lose if you le- if you don't learn anything yep. from a loss, right? That's when you fail. Losing isn't all that bad, but not learning from losing, that's, like, the worst, one of the worst things you can do. And But you epitomized that mentality of keep moving forward, keep trucking on. Uh, and I'm really glad to hear that you are continuing wrestling with NCCC. It's a great program. Uh, I went there for a year, and I think it, it, it's in very good hands right now. It's uh, it's testy. It'll test you. It's very different. It's very different mentality, I'm sure. It was a night and day difference from what I knew at Niagara Falls to what it was at um, to what it was at NTRIP, but I, mean, I wasn't around for Ma- when Maudie was there. Uh, but it's great. And if you do your job, keep working hard, you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. Uh, what are you majoring in? Have you decided yet? Yeah. So mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering? Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, you've been interested in that a long time? Uh, probably like in middle school I first started. Like I'm not like the best in classes, but if I had to pick one subject that I was like I actually liked, it would probably be math and science. Okay. Like I was into like physics and chemistry and statistics and ah, stuff. That's I guess. such cool stuff to know. Such cool stuff to know. So looking back, just a couple questions and we'll be finished up. So looking back, uh, your favorite memory being a high school wrestler? Uh, I don't know because I had a really good time in off-season and in-season, but if I had to name one, I guess, in the off-season, going to Dallas and Islands and meeting a lot of new coaches and uh, friends from different teams, I guess, was really cool. I love Thousand Islands. Yeah. I went there my sophomore year, and, oh, man. You almost didn't want to wrestle because it's so per- it's so nice yeah. there. <laughs> Luckily, one of my best friends was camping with his dad, and we went out and hung out. They were fishing right by the water. They cooked up some fish, and it was a good time. But no, that's that's a good road trip because you're you're it's it's more so about yeah the wrestling's good it's important, but it's more so about that camaraderie that brotherhood a little bit. You get to meet people, you get to meet people and hang out with them, and and expand your you know your social horizons a little bit. So that's a good one. Uh, Here's one. Uh, maybe an opponent that pushed you to be the best version of yourself. I can definitely name a lot, 
for sure. Oh, but. yeah, name them all if you want to. Yeah. All right, so going from my junior year and sophomore year, I like the name Tyler Lee, Sam Stolting, and Jordan Alonzo. I'm, I might have not lost them always that bad, but every time I faced them again, it always was a better match, and it always motivated me uh, to kind of just be better. And I remember uh, facing Tyler and Sam at the uh, – was it called the nickel city tournament and i did okay. a lot better against them and they were really like surprised and everyone was surprised and it was really it was a good match so definitely motivated me into my senior year and seeing them also being successful all three of them being successful my senior definitely helped me but if i had to name one person i'd probably name justin okay because i know he's been around a while and he his name is very his first and last name is very known and he's actually helped me a lot in all season because i uh, I first, I don't know if I first met him. No, I didn't first meet him there, but I seen him a lot at Cobra, UB, Thousand Islands, and just different tournaments, always talking to him. And it was he was always a, a pretty fun dude, good wrestler. Yeah. No, he is. It's, it's always cool, though, because some, uh, some guys take wrestling a lot, like, really seriously. I mean, you should take it really seriously, but they won't, like, talk to people yeah, no, sure. yeah. that, they, that they, they wrestle and stuff, and it's really cool that you got to connect uh, in, in that regard, because Justin is he's one of the one of the best wrestlers in sectional history. I think he has the, he might have the most wins in Wheatfield's history, uh, undoubtedly so. So it's really cool that you guys got to connect like that. And, and like I have a lot of friends from wrestling still to this day. Those bonds go a lot longer sometimes than the ones than the people were around all the time in high school. You know, I, I've been out of high school for 11, 12 years now, and I still keep in touch with a lot of wrestling people that I knew from high school. So that's pretty neat. Uh, and then I guess lastly, you know, I get, the whole episode has had like kind of a inspiring theme to it. But your advice to up and coming wrestlers, or or maybe even wrestlers who are approaching their last season or two in in high school. Uh, I would just say, don't like worry too much about your records. Like if if you can face a really good, if you can face a really good guy, and have a good match and learn from it. But lose, I think that's more important than facing just an okay kid and winning and having a good record. Right. Like, don't always – yeah, just like – kind of remember my sophomore year, I could have went JV. I could have won all, probably all my JV matches, but I went varsity to test myself and push myself. So that's very important. And just to, um, I guess, have fun. Like you said, like people take it very serious, which they should, but you don't really get those times back. So you might as well just have fun, meet new people, connect, and just be yourself. Without a doubt. I love it. I love it. Uh, I guess one more last thing. Uh, any thank yous? Any thank yous you want to send out to people? Uh, I guess the first one uh, is my mom for driving me to all these camps and <laughs> tournaments. And then uh, Coach, uh, obviously Bauer for sure. He's helped me a lot in many different ways. But I would like to thank Coach Young and Coach uh, Parker. They don't really – you don't really hear their names too often. Right. And I remember Coach Young – uh, my sophomore year at the banquet, no one talked to me after. They were more talking to like the other studs, like the seniors. And before I left, he was the only person to say like, uh, "Your time will come," and then that pretty much motivated me to uh, to be better. And then Coach Parker has always been. He he doesn't really care how good you are. He cares about people who actually just want to get better. Right. And I was always one of those kids, and he's helped me a lot, and always cracked jokes and uh, just had fun. And I mean, it's a bunch of coaches, but. I guess uh, Coach Wilcox for first introduced me to stuff. Uh, very good car rides, like talk back. Uh, 
just helped me and just motivated me to be better. Um, coach Hart was my uh, football coach on varsity, and when you have a when you have a, a varsity wrestling coach as your football coach, you're going to talk about wrestling most. Oh, likely. of course, of course. And Ryan was there too, and Tyree and Matt Mohan. So you know, he had a lot of teammates there with you. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So he's helped a lot. Good man. Good group of people. Good group of people. Well, thank you, dude. Thank you for coming by today. This was awesome to talk to you. Finally meet you face to face. You're, dude, you're great. And you did excellent too. I don't know if you were nervous coming out of this, but you did a pretty damn good job. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, good luck to you and, and whatever you may do. And I hope we stay in touch. Of course, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be following up on you on Twitter and, and all that stuff. Uh, but keep up the great work. Keep being a good person. It's really the most important thing you can do in life. And uh, yeah, just keep being. Just keep being perfect, all right? Thank you. Um, listeners, thank you so much for listening. I don't know who I'm going to have on next. I don't know. I might reach out to uh, – I want to talk to Coach Hoplite for a while from Grand Island. But uh, there's lots of people I do want to talk to, so I'm going to try and keep this thing going as best as I can, give you something at least once a week on average. Not, I don't know which days yet, uh, but we're going to try and get it going. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for your support and listening. And uh, till next time, I'll talk to you right here on Section 6 WrestleCast. Cast.